You kids buy drugs? Yeah, what do you have? Oh, man, I got everything. My parents are divorced. Whoa! He is so cool, man. Yeah. All right. You guys ready to do drugs? Ready? Here we go! I think it's starting to work. Really? Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? Do you feel something? Yeah. It feels like we're going up. We're going up. We're getting like we're higher. Getting, we're getting. We're, we're, we're getting, getting high. high. We're, we're getting, getting high. Why the fuck are you calling me right now? What's up guys it's me unk i'm back <laughs> um what's going on how are all of you <laughs> i'm you know still sitting in chaos remember i said last time that i was having you know my house was having all the uh windows replaced so i did that and finally my bedroom window got replaced so you know thank you cheers to the glass crew that from Paso that did that so um but coincidentally I'm also having my tiles on the first floor demolished and replaced so um there's been a lot of jackhammering going on over here and it's loud as fuck I actually uh I recorded um a little clip uh on my trusty iPhone just so you can I'll get a feel for what I'm dealing with. So here I'll play you some jackhammer. So yeah, um, that's that's my world. But you know what? The jackhammering, as bad as it is, it's not even the worst aspect. It's the fucking dust that gets kicked up everywhere. It was in my hair, all over the dogs. So that's my life. But here I here I am sitting in a pile of rubble for you. Um, I also want to just say, before I get into everything, um, I want to dedicate that intro to the late and great Trevor Moore, um, who earlier this month had passed away. So I just want to say rest in peace to Trevor Moore and my best wishes go out to his loved ones and family and all of that. Um, if you don't know, Trevor Moore was the, or it is the co-founder of um, a great comedy series called The Whitest Kids You Know. So <clears throat> it was just really um, heartbreaking to hear earlier this week that he had passed away. So um, just want to get that out there. And then I want to get down to business because I remember, you remember guys last episode, I just threw out there that there's going to be this mysterious giveaway and I would announce it on the next episode. Okay. Well, let's just do that. Um, so you, you guys remember 
you know, I've probably, if you've listened to the podcast regularly, I have eluded um, in the past about merch or t-shirts jokingly. Like, yeah, merch. Because, you know, there's so many merch scandals out there. So I just like sarcastically said, yeah, buy my merch. (laughs) It's selling like a god church. And I just dropped some new merch and it's selling like a god church. That's a Jake Paul reference that you don't want to know who that is. But um, yeah, so I've been toying around with making uh, some shirts. And um, I had a little test run issued. I financed a little first press run of shirts. Now these shirts, I've had a new, a newer style of logo commissioned by an artist of my, you know, choosing for for a design. Be- Reason being is just the the logo that you probably see on your phone or that's on iTunes or Spotify or whatever is um is another logo I have also commissioned for my good friend Pablo, who is a good uh, DJ and producer and a graffiti artist. And I had to make that logo way back in the day, which is a great logo, and I could print that logo too. And if you guys want, let me know. I'll pr- uh, maybe I'll print some of those. Uh, but the, the only thing is I cannot legally print uh, Uma Thurman's <laughs> face. You know, that famous... Oops, I thought that was Coke, but it's really China Whiteface that you see. Yeah, I, I don't think I can use that. I'm just guessing, but I think that's uh, infringement of some sort. So, yeah, no Uma's face. <laughs> I can do an artist rendition of Uma's face, maybe. <laughs> so anyway, <clears throat> you know, needless to say, I had this new logo made, and I had a little... Pr- like test run of shirts. Now, the shirts I made, I have three large t-shirts, a large white, red, and black t-shirt, and then I have one large women's tee, because I know like women's tees like fit differently, I guess, ladies. I don't know. I don't know anything about women's fashion. And then I had a bl- a large black hoodie made, which is like you know, top shelf. And I had a good amount of stickers too. So, what do I want to do with this said like test run of merch? I just want to, I really just want to fucking give it away. That's the giveaway. So, if you listen to this podcast and you like it and you are not ashamed to rep <laughs> the merch, it just says Nod Squad. It's kind of like, um, like that a death metal style logo that says Nod Squad. And so I want to do this giveaway and I want to announce it, but here are the terms and conditions of this giveaway. There's rules, okay? I want something in return if I'm going to give you free shit. I'm going to ship it to you like I I financed (laughs) and I funded all this for you because I love you. So this is what I want in return because I took a while to think about this, right? I want, well, because I tell a lot of stories on here. And I honestly want to hear some of your fucked up stories, you know, if you actually, you know, have the guts to get up, get up here and get vulnerable with me. You know, I've embarrassed myself plenty of times. So now it's all of your turn. Um, and this is what I want. So if you, you know, do an audio recording on your phone or if you have a mic, that would be awesome. But you know, like if you have an iPhone or any fucking phone, even Androids, they have a little 
app that comes with a phone, like voice memo app. You can just record maybe a seven minute story, like top, top 15 minutes, no longer seven to 14 minutes. Yeah. That's the rule. Seven to like 14. No, if it's longer than 15 minutes, I can't as too long. Cause I'm going to also, if you win one of these shirts or, or a runner up and get the stickers or whatever, I want to air, I want to play it on the podcast. Come on. It's content, baby. So this is what you, this is what I want. You send an email to our email, nodsquadpodcast at gmail.com. And yeah, you just send an email with the attachment of your audio recording and your story. Um, I would highly recommend or suggest that you refer to yourself in the audio recording under as an alias. Um, at the very least, just only use a first name basis. Uh, there are no last names allowed in the story. That's definitely a rule. We, we don't want to dox anyone. So keep everything anonymous and identities uh, secretive. Um, and then what I'll have people do is, um, you know, you can send me the ship your shipping information in the email if you want, but uh, I will definitely request that if I don't already have it upon, you know, choosing a winner. Um, so yeah, that, that's basically the rules. No last names, keep it anonymous, seven to 14 minutes, no more than 15. Um, audio recording made on your phone with like a voice memo app and attach that to an email sent to nodsquadpodcast at gmail.com. And um, yeah. Make it funky. Also, you know, I shouldn't really have to say this, but I mean, um, yeah, 18 or older can only enter the contest, you guys. I don't even know. If you're younger than 18 and you're listening to this podcast, I don't know how. <laughs> Get some parental supervision. But yeah, come on. It shouldn't. It's kind of just common knowledge. I'm not going to card you or anything. But I mean, policy of honesty, you have to be 18 or older. And um, the best stories I will play and announce a winner. Now, I'm thinking runtime, I will... Hold this contest open until the 1st of December, and that's when I will stop um, accepting emails for the contest. And then from December 1st um, until December 25th, I will be reviewing stories, and then I will announce winners. <clears throat> there can only be so many winners, because I only had the so many shirts made, and the runner-up winners will get the stickers. I think I'll, you know, there's a few of you listening out there who are like, who've been in contact with me on the regular and you guys are like diehards. So I know who you are if you're listening and I'm thinking I'm going to save a good amount of stickers on the side for all of you. You guys don't have to enter. You guys have just been listening since day one and uh, I want to ship you a free sticker and that's my gift. <laughs> And that was my announcement. Um, and so, yeah, send me an email with some, some stories. I This is what I'll also do. I will maybe this weekend or maybe starting, I'll do, the, I'll do this, Monday. Because this is released Friday. So in about three days on Monday, I'm hoping, God, I hate deadlines. Fuck, hate being responsible. But I'll upload a photo to the Nod Squad Instagram page 
of the said merch so you can just see it, get a look like what how good is this merch you know because you know <clears throat> i'm just gonna let you guys know behind the scenes there's like a million different ways to print t-shirts apparently and some methods are you get a shitty ass shirt and some methods are more expensive and you get way more quality shirts so i just did a test run to see how these came out i think the method i had the shirts or logos printed on the shirt was dtg uh direct to garment or printing god it's shit's for someone who doesn't know shit about printing shirts it's a lot of shit to like learn so i printed these and i just want to give them out and then i'm thinking while i'm you know in the you know field of learning how to make the best quality shirts i might do a print on demand kind of thing for all of you if you want to buy a shirt down the road but we'll you know that's way down the road for now if you like the show these are some this is some limited edition rare shit like there's not many that can say yeah i got the first fucking first press run of nod squad shirts so anyway that's my announcement um i had a 5150 story i was gonna i told and recorded and i was gonna uh i was gonna play on this episode and, you know, I didn't get 5150 in that story, but, you know, I'll release that story for you guys another time because something happened to me uh, on this, la you know, on Labor Day and it was pretty interesting. So I, I aired out that f fucking dirty laundry for all of you. So here you go. And then, yeah, the, I got to get these other five episodes finished for you. Fuck, I'm really not professional right now so i'm working on it you guys i actually just got approved for a credit card for the first time in my life so you know applause applause you know and i you know slowly crawling out of debt now because i've you got to use it to rebuild your credit right so i that's what i did now <laughs> and now i am like always working to pay off the fucking <laughs> yeah that's i don't know like a double-edged sword i guess is it, i don't know i don't know anything about building credit so i just watched some youtube videos and i got i got out there in the field <laughs> so anyway i just wanted to say i love you guys sorry my life is so hectic right now i literally i'm you know i don't have a washer and dryer uh my refrigerator is in the backyard like if i get dude there's no fucking tile and on the, my floor and there's dust everywhere so, you know, work with me, people. But I love you, and I'm out. So uh, I hope to get emails from you, and you'll hear more about shit in, you know, in the future. So with that, I'll talk to you later, and peace, love, and all of, and all of the above. Are you crazy? Is that your problem? Are you crazy? Are you crazy? Are you fucking crazy? Crazy you are crazy. You are both crazy! Sell crazy someplace else. We're all stocked up here. Put them under arrest! This isn't a hospital! It's an insane asylum!
I know I was supposed to tell the 5150 story, and I recorded that, and I will edit that down and release it, but um, the thing about the 5150 story is that there's a, a big you know, life lesson that comes with the 5150 story, and it ties into recovery, and you're, you know, that deal with that and then uh, also you know something happened to me <laughs> on labor day that i just need to air out of my you know closet as like a skeleton or dirty laundry or and i just need to get this shit off my chest because <laughs> it my labor day was rather annoying annoying and frustrating and it isn't exciting i'll give you that but it just i just you know my sponsor was busy my therapist <laughs> everyone had the day off so no one, I couldn't fucking just vent. So, you know, you all kind of have to suffer, but I will say it's pretty exciting. Um, you know, it doesn't really involve drugs, but it does involve the police and it involves somewhat law of law breaking and, and me, you know, trying to not act like, you know, complete jackass <laughs> under dire stress. So, you know, without any, you know, more like titillating like you know you know hints at it i'm just going to get right into the bare bones of what happened i don't know how how was all of your labor days or day it was i mean i i i thought personally i was like a uh, labor day it sounds like a, another day of labor for me because i had the option to either take the day off or work you know i will you know and that's a great little you know, perk comes with my, my job. They're like, well, you can make some money today if you want, or just, you know, not, that's up to you. And I was like, well, maybe I'll try and get a little bit of money on, you know, the day of labor. So I got up bright and early and I, because this was my plan, because first of all, I'll let you guys know that I have this iPhone eight plus and the fucking, I swear to God, these motherfuckers, the Steve Jobs is fucking from the graves. He's still making iPhones that are designed to fucking break by the time I've finished paying that off. It's fucking ridiculous. It's like I, I put in the tr uh, charger into the charging port and the thing doesn't charge. And li literally just finished paying this stupid piece of shit off. God damn it. You know, I, I'm really starting to get sick of uh, repping Apple products, but, um, you know, as ridiculous as they are, I do enjoy paying a little bit extra just for this, like, pretentious, you know, like, satisfaction of, like, oh, I don't know, that I think that I'm, like, the superior shopper. I don't know. Even though I'm the dumbass who spent this much money on a fucking thing that just breaks. Anyway, so I was like, okay, I'm going to drive to the Apple store. I have like insurance on the phone. See if I can get this stupid charging port fixed and then buy a wireless charger. And then I'll just charge it that way, you know? So I'm like, okay, only Apple stores in San Luis Obispo. I have to hit the freeway. I'll get this one dumb errand out of my way. Maybe I'll work, make a little money, you know, try and be productive member of society. And money's always nice. So I 
I'm driving on the freeway, and it's about like almost 7:30 in the morning. It's foggy, but you know, not you know, it's, sun is out, but it's trying to break through the fog. And there's the morning rush on the freeway. Everyone's trying to drive to work, and uh, there's all the well, there's like I don't know several cars in in front of me. And you know how it always is in California. There's two lanes on this fucking freeway, and there's always two kinds of drivers in California. There's uh, the kind of driver that drives way too fast and dangerous, and then there's a kind of driver that drives way too fucking slow and all like just as dangerous. And then you have just you know a few one percenters, aka the normal ones that just. Are trying to just drive normal and uh, 80 is basically the new 65 here in our golden state i don't know how it is anywhere else but so i i mean you know you know always anticipate this i'm from la so i was like all right i'm just gonna keep one couple car lengths distance if i can try not to get fucking killed you know because literally uh it was just you know the other week so it was i read in the paper someone got there was like a semi that had a tire blowout and they were hauling like oh, some giant a, a tractor or fucking machinery and it fell on another car and crushed them to death, you know? And it's just like, fuck. When you wait, it's like when you wake up in the morning, you think, oh, fuck, I have to go to work today. Oh, well, I got to do all these fucking bullshit errands. You don't think, oh, when you first wake up and you're like, got to take your morning piss or something, you don't think, oh, man. I'm about, I'm probably going to get crushed by a fucking excavator or something, you know, like you don't ever think that the morning you wake up that day that he possibly, you know, or whoever wakes up. So it's just like, you got to be careful on the road, you know, and you know, no shit. Like when I was in LA fucking, I would talk to my friends and they'd be like, yeah, we cut someone off or they cut us off and we flipped them the bird and then they pulled a gun out and was like following us around on the freeway pointing their gun at us like so i was just like yeah i'm not gonna mess around with uh i try not to let road rage get to me or any of that you know i have in the past but i'm trying to re rehabilitate myself so i'm just like i don't know I, it's so early in the morning i'm space the fuck out and i'm zoning out to whatever stupid podcast i'm listening i was i think it was into some stupid inspirational porn like Gary V or some shit. I literally want to die instead of fail. Die, death, over. I do not know how to live in life. I do not know how to live in life. Live in life. With an L in business on my resume. I don't know. I think actually I was, I was listening to some podcast about uh, Bitcoin because I am determined to understand cryptocurrency because I'm like convinced it's the future, you know, once our government collapses, that the only way to buy toilet paper and, and there, you know, such of will be, uh, you know, Bitcoin. So I need, I, it's like, if I'm going to put money into that, I want to know what it's about. So I was like, I'll listen to this, this fucking podcast about Bitcoin. Maybe I'll like, you know, retain some information. And so I'm listening to that, just minding my fucking business. Right. And, uh, like I said, there's all these fucking cars in front of me and I'm stuck. I'm not going anywhere. I'm just going to drive, you know, not as fast as I would like. And just ho hopefully the exit will, you know, be available to me soon, you know. Um, 
but I noticed in my rearview mirror a it was in <laughs> I'm gonna dox this car, but yeah, it was a dark gray Nissan Sentra, and they were they were not directly behind me but they were you know a car or so behind me but i noticed them because they were just weaving between lanes and between cars like all very aggressively let's just say that and uh um and they were also accelerating at a much faster rate than <laughs> the flow of traffic and i mean there was enough traffic to where it just looks like fucking a game of tetris there's just enough pieces everywhere it's like you it's a blockade fucking people you're not getting anywhere Fuck! there's only two lanes on this fucking the 101 northbound and so i just take a mental note like oh this person's really frustrated <laughs> they're really flustered they're not getting ahead of all these cars like the rest of us but you know what I've learned from the 12 steps is that is something that's out of my control. So why the fuck am I going to get worked up about that kind of shit? So I'm just like, whatever, make, just watch out for that fucking idiot. And so somehow this car manages to cut between all these cars and get right behind me and ride my fucking ass. And I'm just, <laughs> nobody, nobody likes that. It's not a great feeling when someone's riding your ass, you know? I'm not a fan of like anything riding on my ass, you know, my ass, you know, is sensitive. It needs some, you know, social distancing, <laughs> you know? So, um, I'm like, what the f I'm just annoyed at this point. I'm like trying to listen to this podcast about big Bitcoin, you know? <laughs> and, um, I'm looking and it's like, a newer Nissan Sentra is pretty tinted. I was like, I can't even look at the face of the asshole that is in my in my bubble, you know, so to speak. And like I said, again, you know, there's like three, four, maybe five cars right in ahead of me in the passing lane. I'm stuck in the left passing lane, and in the right hand lane, there's some slower cars that I'm slowly passing. And, you know, but they're there. And so I remember looking again in my rearview mirror because this person darts out. I remember passing one car to my right and they have another car right ahead of them. But I remember the car behind me darts in the in the right lane to pass me. <laughs> now, I could see clearly there is no rain. It's gone. Um, but I can see there's like, there's another car in the right hand lane that I'm also about to pass. I'm like, this stupid idiot is not going to have enough room to pass this call their car and get ahead of me. Like they're intending to do. It's like, why would you dart in the other lane and accelerate? Uh, you know, unless you're trying to pass me, but you're not, it's not going to happen. You have a blockade in front of you. So I just find it amusing. I'm just like this fucking idiot. Let's, let's, you know, because I at this point I know I can see they're gonna accelerate enough to be like, they're gonna get like side by side with me, but that's as far as they're gonna get, and then they're gonna have to slam on their brakes again, and then they're just back to square one. So I get uh, it gave me a great opportunity to look over and try and see the face again. I was like, I really want to see 
what this <laughs> this fuck looks like, you know? Because it's just great if, you know, you could be like, oh. Because honestly, in reality, it really doesn't matter what this person looked like. I just would look at them and they could look like anything. They could be a fucking elephant driving this car. I could be like, oh, the face of a douche. <laughs> Douchebag driver. <laughs> you know? Fucking clown. And so... But also, I wanted to give a smirk, like, haha, you, you tried to pass me and you couldn't. Haha, bitch. You know? Let me talk to you. No, go away. Hey, bitch. What's up, bitch? Suck my dick, bitch. Let me talk to you. Because I'm really petty like that. I'm fucking like Tom Petty. I'm so fucking petty in that regard, you know? <laughs> and so they get back in the other lane right behind me. And now I look and I'm like, oh, great. Now they're riding my ass even like an inch closer to my ass, which I didn't think was possible. They're like, I mean, it's a, it's so close. It's dangerously close. You know, I'm like, Oh, this fuck. Like they're doing this not only to ride my ass, they're doing it at, to make it a point. Like <laughs> you wouldn't let me pass you. And I'm going to ride your ass to let you know I'm mad at you. <laughs> I'm going to ride your ass and be aggressive because I don't like that. <laughs> and it's like, you know, at this point, I'm thinking, what the fuck do you want me to do? I'm stuck. There's cars all around me. I can't go anywhere. <laughs> Fucking idiot. So I'm just like, okay, whatever, dude. And I'm just like moseying along. I'm like, hopefully my exit will come up and then I can just be away from this fucking chaos you know i hate the morning rush i hate traffic i dealt with la traffic i hate fucking morning rush traffic i hate afternoon and evening rush traffic it pisses me off i'll be stuck in traffic and my immediate thought is i don't know why it's this but i'm i always think fuck i'm stuck in traffic you know you know what sounds really good right now is a big fat crack rock that's that's terrible i don't know why because that wasn't not my drug of choice but i thought i would always and i still sometimes think that my fucking dumb addict brain is like like once the traffic hits me like hits my car to the point where i have to come to an abrupt stop and i'm no longer moving at all you know i could be moving like 0.5 miles an hour but once i stop and it's like zero miles an hour i'm like fuck Crack rock sounds really good right now. Come on, I need it! <laughs> Let me just get $20 of it now and then uh, just give me the rest of the end of the month. Is that just me? Or is it anyone? I don't know. But so, anyway, I, yeah, I fucking hate traffic. Anyway, so I pass this other car and I'm already anticipating what's gonna happen. I know this person's MO at this point. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna pass this car, this other car on the right hand lane. This dumb idiot is going to try and pass me again. And again, there's going to be another car in the right lane. And again, they're going to have to slam on their brakes. Fucking dumb idiot. You know, like there's like, I don't know. I don't know how this person doesn't see all the other cars that I see that are right in front of me that I can't get around. So, you know, just like clockwork, I pass this other car in the right lane the car on driving on my ass passes them and sure enough he darts out into the right lane tries to pass me 
And I'm like, wow, they're accelerating way too fast because there's a car in front of them. <laughs> they can't get around me. What the fuck? You know? And um, I was like, this is this is weird. They, they need to come to a stop or they're going <laughs> to something. Something's bad's going to happen. And at this point, my foot is off the, the gas and on the brake because I'm anticipating something. I'm anticipating having to put my foot on the brake, you know? And so the fuck the motherfucker uh darts and tries to cut me off doesn't have enough room and clips my fucking car sideswipes my ass and strikes my vehicle and eh, i'm okay okay except for you know the, the trauma i in, ensued but uh, i was really just you know first i was like all right make sure you know, adrenaline instantly hits, and first it's damage control. Make sure my car, I have control of my car, and I'm, you know, I'm, car's okay, I'm driving. All right, you know, now. <laughs> then I slam on the gas. Because then my anger kicks in, and I was like, oh, I'm going to fucking follow this bitch. I love you, bitch. Oh, my God. I ain't going to never stop loving you, bitch. All the way to Tinseltown. I will fucking find out. <laughs> you fucked with the wrong one today. I will take you all the way to Valhalla. God damn it. <laughs> I'll show you. You fucked with me. I'm way more insane than these normies on the road. So I slam on the gas just to see if I can catch up. Cause she, at this point, this person strikes my vehicle and they're trying to just continue to mash on the gas and speed off. And, um, you know, the thing is, is like I said, several or more so cars ahead of me, they're really not going to be able to get anywhere. <laughs> Fucking dumb fucks. <laughs> and so I let off the gas and I, I realized, oh, calm down, Unc. You know, they're not going anywhere. You can like at a safe, you know, speed, follow this person all the way to their destination, because who cares where your destination is at this point? Your plans have changed. I don't care if this person is going cross country. I I got a fucking gas card, and I'm prepared to NASCAR my way all the way until they have they've stopped. Because <laughs> at this point they're not pulling. Up. And I also might I add I signaled, put my turn signal on, got over to the right lane because I thought maybe benefit of the doubt maybe they'll pull over, and we'll be able to you know safely exchange insurance information um so after i do that i look ahead of me and because this person is driving fucking insane i mean they were driving pretty fucking aggressive before but now after they have struck my vehicle with plenty of people around us surprisingly enough we both have control of the car we didn't you know she didn't pit maneuver me off the road thank god and she didn't uh cause anyone else to have an accident and there was enough cars on the road for that to have happened. So thankful for that. But yeah, I signaled to right and I was like, oh, wow, she's not pulling over. And I look and she's even, oh, by the way, I find out later it's a she. So, you know, um, and uh, yeah, they're, they're driving fucking insane, it's like trying to cut people off more now and veer in between traffic and lanes and not getting anywhere, trying to speed up and then slam on their brakes again. And I was like... Like, oh my God, this is fucking, you know, thank God I had a uh, Yerba Mate to calm my nerves <laughs> and my vape, by the way, I need to vape right now.
So I'm just like, oh my God. And now it's not just damage control. I'm driving to the point where it's like, okay, well, something, you know, this person's probably, this person probably might fucking cause a major accident. So I need to really be, you know, it's like red, code red alert as far as damage control. So an exit is coming up. This exit is called Los Osos Valley Exit. Now, this is like one of the first exits you can get off on in San Luis Obispo. Um, we pass this exit. We're passing. And you know how they have those lines that like safely say where you can exit? At the very last possible second, when like you're, when it becomes grass and you can't cross over anymore... This psycho bitch cuts off to get off the exit like last second to try and like escape me and get away from the scene of the crime she they caused, you know. Uh, but I was driving very safely. I'm very responsible. And <laughs> I safely follow their fucking punk ass off the exit. And they're driving like they must have been having a fucking aneurysm inside the car because they're like swerving and like jarring their steering wheel left and right, not knowing where they're trying to escape, where their escape route is. And it's so amusing to me. And might I add, once they do this, I'm like convinced with 100% certainty that this is now become... Uh, not only, you know, an accident where they're, you know, obviously at fault. Why, how could, you know, I would never drive like that. And so, I mean, not now. I mean, when I was, let's not get into what kind of person I used to be. I wouldn't do that now. I'm a good person now. I mean, so, um, but I'll say this. Once they like, like tried to escape and just like swerve off the, into the exit, to trying to foil my plans and escape me. I was hundred percent convinced. I was like, all right, this is now a hit and run incident. This fucking crazy bitch hit me. How dare she? First of all. And second of all, now she's trying to get away from me. I don't think so. <laughs> so I'm not going to fucking lie. This has never happened to me before. I've never really been involved in a hit and run aside from what, you know, back in the day when I'd be like, <laughs> When my fucking dumb ass would be stopped at like a red light and I'd be like nodding out on heroin and the light would turn green and I would like not pay attention because I'd be nodding out and my foot would like slip off the gas and I'd slowly drift into the car in front of me and hit the car in front of me and then I'd fucking drive off and, and fucking flee like and that's wrong. Let me just say, you know, that's wrong people. I know I was wrong. I shouldn't have done that. And this is the karmic uh, justice for that. Now I have to deal with shit like this. Um, and I was insured back then at least. So give me some credit, even though I ran away. <laughs> but um, so as soon as she fucking, as soon as I'm like, all right, this is a hit and run. Okay. My adrenaline and brain quickly snapped. It like snapped just like an instant split second into uh, GTA five video game mode you know or like gta san andreas you know um no 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 scratch that hey, 
it was more like you know the music that plays uh you know you're playing metal gear solid and right when you're like hiding in the box in the video game that you're caught by the guards and they're it has like that one little sound effect that you've been spotted sound effect the vink and then that music plays that very intense music where you're like having an anxiety attack that's what was playing in my head you know and I was like, all right, I'm going to follow this bitch. This is a fucking chase now. This bitch thinks she can get away from me? I don't think so. I know this fuck. I know these roads like the back of my fucking hand, okay? My hairy fucking palm of a hand. I know them, okay? So you're not getting away from me. Um, I'm so, yeah, I'm petty. What can I say? So... I was like, yeah, this is like uh, Cops, you know, like an episode of Cops or playing Grand Theft Auto is a video game at this point. It's so amusing. So this fucking crazy person uh, makes an abrupt right turn right off the exit. Oh my God! And then I'm following them and they're looking for a road to turn on and I know I'm like all right I know this road there's nowhere to turn other than the light and there's this senior residential home <laughs> sure enough they turn into the senior residential home this is almost like a chase like um like you see on the news you know like when you're watching a helicopter like uh, from a news crew like film a chase <sighs> like almost like that but just like live action uh, IRL POV in real life, you know? So they turned into this residential section and they're driving and making like last minute changes, trying to escape. But when they do that, they're taking crazy wide turns and I think they're gonna crash into a house at this point. I'm just like, oh my God. And I know this fucking, I know all these roads. So I'm just like, you're just gonna have to drive in a circle or, I mean, I was thinking you're probably gonna have to turn around to get out of here. So you're gonna get blocked in. And guess what? Guess what happened, you guys? This fucking idiot, this dumb, stupid, this dumb idiot drives themselves into a dead end, a senior residential home. And I was like, oh, great. Oh, by the way, you know, might I add, I forgot to mention this. So, uh, um, while this person tried to get off on the exit, uh, and while I was convinced, that this was a hit and run, I made the educated decision to call 911 because I was chasing a person on the road. And even though I was stuck in this adrenaline rush, I thought maybe there should be someone involved other than myself because I'm definitely not the arbitrator of authority or law laying. So... I called 911 and they're like, what's going on? And I was like, yeah, uh, this person hit me and is running and I'm following them because they won't pull over so we can exchange insurance information. You know, I tried to remain calm because I, this, I've never, actually I've called 911 one other time and I'll tell that story. I was working at 7-Eleven, God, way fucking back in the day. I was like in my early twenties and it was like a morning rush at 7-Eleven and people are like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Sir, there is a there is a man outside of your store and he is snorting crack cocaine 
outside your store in front of everybody. So I demand that you call the police on this gentleman snorting crack. <laughs> and uh, I mean, I was thinking, because it was like 6 a.m. I was like, you can't snort crack. You smoke it. And sometimes you can slam it if you got some like lemon juice, you know? And so that's the only time I had to call the cops. And uh, at that, that time, the cops did come and searched the homeless individual, did not find crack, searched my entire store, and interrogated me. Did you see him drop crack anywhere? No, I didn't. I'm dealing with 50 coffee buyers who buy the grossest 7-Eleven coffee ever. <laughs> and they, like, you know, uh, I don't know, detained this gentleman and drove him off and... He was gone. And then I went off. This was way back when I was a big stoner. I took my lunch break, smoked weed, came back to work at 7-Eleven, stoned out of my mind. And it's like four or five hours later, who walks in the store? Same guy who was supposed allegedly snorting crack in front of my store. And he's like, hey, man. He's like, hey, bro. You got any, like, uh, you got any, you got any um, emergency? And I was like, oh, emergency for like, you got a cold? And I was like, no. I was like, we got that airborne stuff. We don't got an emergency. I was like, why? Why do you Why do you want just emergency? And he's like, oh, bro, you didn't hear it. You never heard, man. He's like, dude, if you snort emergency, it gets you so high. <laughs> and I was like, dude, is that what you were snorting this morning in front of my store? Because he was like laying on his back by a trash can snorting white mysterious powder of course people normies are gonna think it's crack and he's like yeah i was snorting this morning it was my last bag bro <laughs> oh my god it was my last bag of emergency dude i need some more come on i need it <laughs> i'm itching for some man so that's the only other time i've called the cops sorry about my add it veered off into some weird tangent but it's the only other time i've called the cops and this time, yeah, I call the cops. I'm like, yeah, I'm this bitch fucking hit me and is running off. And I'm just letting you know I'm following them because they broke the law. <laughs> and I want some money right now for pain and suffering. I was supposed to go to the fucking Apple store for the piece of shit iPhone that broke on me. So, yeah. And they're like, so where are you? I was like, well, we got off on Los Osos Valley Road. I'm following them. They pulled into some residential section, and now it looks like they pulled into a dead end. And they might be getting out of their car right now. So they're like, well, don't approach them, okay, sir? And I was like, I'm not. I just, please send an officer so I can f file a fucking crash report now. Because at this point, it ha I mean, I'm not, I'm, I don't advocate dry snitching people, you know? Y'all don't want to, y'all understand why I snitch. Y'all understand, y'all don't want to understand. This was an extenuating circumstance. That's what I like to call this, you know? And uh, so, yeah. And so um, my, my Caucasian ass fucking called the cops and was like, do something about this. Help me. I cannot handle this situation by myself. And I was like, yeah, they... <laughs> God damn it. Uh, I basically told them, I was like, yeah, ma'am, because I was talking to some lady on, on 911. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, they, they they drove into a dead end and they can't get out. So I, they are not trying to evade me anymore. Uh, but um, if you could, please send an officer 
you know, and they're asking, well, what is your location? I was like, well, we just got off on Los Osa Valley road. I don't really know the address. Um, can you trace my phone call? Don't we? It's like scanning control, manipulate scientific data, take over blast control, world government, shut down infrastructure, ship everything to China. Look at this person. I don't know. I thought technology was good or we had it like big brother watching us. I don't know. But, um, I notice when I look around outside my car, this this lady has gotten out of their car and has opened the back seat of their car because it's a four door Nissan Sentra. They open the back seat of the car, and the back seat is a fucking infant child in their back seat, and they're like talking to their infant child while they're outside now. And I'm like, oh my fucking god! And I'm sorry, I'm cursing a lot in this episode. This literally just happened yesterday. On Labor Day, the day of labor. And so I was like, what the fuck? This person is driving fucking insane, first of all. Hits my car and hit and run and drives even more insane after the hit and run. And they did it with a fucking child in the backseat the whole time. I was like, what the I was like, what the fuck? I thought I was like insane. This person is clearly insane. Stupid lady. Stupid, stupid, dumb lady. Dumbass! <laughs> the nicest way I could put it. But I, I look around and I'm like, okay, well, I'm 100% sure this is a senior residential center because I look around and it's all seniors. Like right next to, or to my left and this car's left that we're like next to and pulled over in. It's an old man in his driveway getting his paper. <laughs> it's that early. And uh, his garage door is open. He literally, this guy opened his garage door to get his paper. And while the two seconds he's out in his driveway, we pull up. And I'm like, and I see two old ladies like talking, uh, you know, another across the street looking at us. And so I get out while I'm on the phone with 911. And the 911 lady or operator is like, sir, don't get out of your car, sir. Don't get out of your car. And I'm like, I'm out of my car. Also, I'm trying to, you're trying, you asked me what location I'm at. I was like, fuck, I'm going to ask this guy because he lives at this house. I'm asking him what his address is. So while I'm getting out, this fucking dumb lady who tried to like run away from the scene of a crime, <laughs> she's like mouthing off to me. <laughs> like, like Matt, like I'm in the wrong here. And, uh, I'm, I was like, I don't have time for this. <laughs> I can't carry a conversation with you right now. And uh, cause it's going to be me talking over you and you talking over me. And yeah, I'm on the phone with 911 already. And, and the 911 operator is already freaked out. Like don't engage with her, sir. <laughs> and so I'm like, I'm like, look at this old man. Well, he's an old man, but he looked pretty good for his age. I'm going to give him that. I was like, sir, could you tell me um, your address? Uh, I'm on the phone with the police. There was involved in an accident, and this woman tried to run away. And I'm just trying to tell the officers where where we are so they can uh, come here. And he's like, "Sure, we're at." You know, gives me his address, and I tell the the operator. And then she's like, "All right, an officer will be there, and we don't have to talk anymore. We're done here. <laughs> I'm done with you. <laughs> you know." Why did I take this job? <laughs> and so I get off the phone with the operator and I'm like, all right, the police will be on their way, ma'am. 
And, you know, she's saying a bunch of shit, but I'm not paying attention because it's all coming out like... And I'm only catching, like, bits and pieces of it. But what I gathered out of it was her saying, I was in the wrong. Why did you break check me and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, "Uh, is it illegal to apply my brakes? I was like, did you not see the, the several cars ahead of, like, directly in front of me that were also applying their brakes? I'm not sure what I was supposed to do in that situation other than apply my brakes. <laughs> Dummy, you know? And uh, and I was like, why, is that a crime? I was like, is it against the law to, to brake? <laughs> Especially when someone else is braking? How was that? I was like, I was like I'm sure th- what, um, one thing's for sure. What is a crime is hitting my car and then r- driving off a hit. And, it's what's called a hit and run. Yeah, that's illegal. Why did you do that? <laughs> Why would you hit and run and run away? And she's like, well, bah, 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 bah. Yeah, I just, you know, I kind of just shouldn't have even asked. <laughs> um, so I was like, oh, fuck. All right. Now I better get all my documentation, my registration, my insurance and my license because the police will be here momentarily. And this is the, f- the first time in my life where I'm going to have to deal with a police encounter that I called for and that I'm not having to hide substances or convince the officer that I can pass a drug test or, you know, I'm not trying to run from the scene or anything this is finally an opportunity where i'm like i don't have anything incriminating and i'm like not under the influence i'm like so i'm kind of like you know i'm kind of stoked for this moment i'm like all right i get to talk to a cop sober in a situation where i actually need them and uh you know this is pretty cool <laughs> this is this is how people do things in the real world wow i feel like and this is must be adulting you know <laughs> Because back in the day, I would, I won't, I won't even say what I probably would, might have done because that wouldn't have been the right thing. Whatever I might have done, you know, I think I was pretty responsible. So anyway, I'm waiting for the cops and these old ladies are just pointing and gasping and staring at this woman who's just like, she's, she's not dressed very, she looks, mm, She looks like she could be about five years older than me, but I mean, you wouldn't have known, you would probably think just by looking that they were a lot older. Um, but for my guess, it was that her many years of life decisions kind of shaped her face and body to look and appear the way it does kind of this, she has this like face of regret that's (laughs) kind of like chiseled into her face. There's like lines on her face and jawline. You could just tell it's just like days and days, day after day for years and years or and decades of her just living with regrets. Just like, oh, fuck my life. Why is my life like this? And she just looks so unhappy. So I was like, oh no, I have to deal with this right now. And I was like, all right, just keep your cool on don't do anything stupid while this woman's just being crazy. I was like, I I better also call my entourage and let them know I'm running a little late, (laughs) you know, but Hey, you know, sorry, my plans got cut short. Um, and the cops come, actually I call my dad first and I was like, this is what's going on. 
And uh, while I'm dealing with her, like my dad telling him the situation about this hit and run, I could hear her because she thinks I have on the phone nine and one. She's like, "Oh, you." <laughs> she thinks she's. I hear her say and scream, "Oh, you're gonna call nine and one again? Well, I'm gonna call nine one one too, and I'm gonna have them. I'm gonna request having you evaluated for mental illness." <laughs> And uh, I shouldn't have said anything, but I, I, I mean, I love being a smartass when the time is right. And so I, I thought my mind went back to uh, the uh, Hillary Clinton, uh, Donald Trump debates. I mean, they were, they were horrible debates. And tr I mean, I think D Trump is a, a huge douche, but it reminded me of uh, I just for some reason, I thought about that one part in the d the debate where he goes, oh, well, you're going to go to jail. <laughs> yeah, because you'd be in jail. Secretary Clinton. <laughs> to Hillary, he's like, what? You'll be in jail. <laughs> so, so me, I was like, I'm pumped full of adrenaline. I'm sober. I can't cope with this. I got, I'm like strung out in yerba mate and vape. And she was like, I'm going to have you evaluated for mental illness. <laughs> so my smart and dumb ass, my dumb smart ass was like, yeah, you can, uh, you can, we, let's do that while you're on your way to jail. <laughs> I didn't try to sound like Trump. I was just said, yeah, yeah, well, let's do that while you're on your way to jail. <laughs> and her fucking punk ass shut up real quick because, you know. Well, we'll say, I'll get to why she shut the fuck up real quick. But uh, anyway, while I'm on the phone with my dad, uh, the cops come, California Highway Patrol. And uh, I'm like, all right, I got to deal with these guys, dad. So I got off the phone and um, I'm like, hello, officer. <laughs> and the, I just have to be, be calm because if this person is going to be all very emotional and yelling, and I'm just, if I appear, you know, calm and I have my wits about me, I'm sure the officer is going to think that, all right, this other person's being very insane. This person's being calm and reasonable. I'm going to most likely take his side. And I'm, all right, this is definitely not right in hindsight. Uh, we'll say this is wrong of me, but... I, I will say I'm self-aware of my fucking character defects. I, I kind of used this opportunity to kind of gaslight this fucking woman and point out to everybody in this public setting how crazy she was being. So, I mean, and, you know, that's not right. That's stupid. Just to be like, oh my, you're acting very insane. Oh my. Officer, look how insane they're being. I'm being calm. They're acting being insane. I, you know, I'm in the right, obviously. But I mean, uh, you should be calm, but you should not use it as an opportunity to like gaslight anyone or, you know, use it to like maliciously, like, I don't know. That was wrong, obviously, but... Anyway, the, the cop's like, what's going on, man? So I'm, I give him my insurance information, all that. And I'm like, yeah, I explained to him basically what I've explained to you. She hit me, tried to run away. I followed her, called you guys. And he's like, he like sighs and like, is that what she's going to tell me? And I'm like, you know, 
she's probably going to tell you a bunch of whatever. She tried to say I needed to be evaluated for mental illness. I, I, and he's like, look, I don't need this right now. And I was like, I know, officer, I'm sorry. I know you probably have a lot more bigger issues on your plate. The only reason I called you is because she was she hit was doing a hit and run. She fled the scene. So I didn't know what to do. What was I supposed to do? You know? And then he goes and takes her statement. And uh, it was so fucking funny. While I'm sitting, because he told me to wait in my car. I'm watching this fucking her try to like somehow explain how I'm the crazy one. And at one point, he like points at her window and and immediately he like he taps his like flashlight or something on on her window and says something and she immediately goes oh well, I can take that off I can take that off so I know she he was pointing out that she had illegal tint on her windows cuz in California basically everything's illegal on your car you can't get an exhaust or a cold hair intake you can't get illegal tint if your music system's too loud you know any kind of modification, everything's illegal in California. You know, butterfly knife is illegal. For those special fireworks are illegal. Everything's illegal in California. So she's like, oh, I, I can take that off, officer. <laughs> and she's peeling off this sticky fucking tent on her window. On all of these windows. Just peeling off tent to try and get out of being in trouble. So I'm just like, oh, God, one of my fucking dealing with on this day of labor and so finally the cops like all right he has all our statements he makes this uh i guess it's called a crash report and it's information on it's on a card and you can report it's got a number on it and you can request all the information and i guess you have to pay ten dollars at the fucking highway patrol station and get the full incident report you know so then i was like okay well i am can I get an exchange insurance information? And he <laughs> kicker on this, he goes, oh, well, she doesn't have insurance. But don't worry, I'll give her a ticket for driving without insurance. Oh, justice has been served. But he said, oh, but I'm not going to file this as a hit and run. I was like, but, but uh, she hit me and she ran. So if I'd pulled over... Like 911 operators advised me to do, she would have gotten away and I would have been ass out of a fucking four figure fucking, you know, auto body bill. Fuck that. You know, I'm following her. I'm not paying these auto body bills. If you don't know, they're fucking expensive. Fuck that shit. If I'm not at fault and my insurance, I don't have full coverage. I only got liability. But I will guarantee you I'm getting full coverage after this shit. So, um, yeah, I'm fucking following them and they're paying my fucking, the damages. Fuck this. But he's like, he was, he, I'm sure he was like, I don't want to file the paperwork. So I'm not filing this as a hit and run, you know, but don't worry. They will be, you know, fined for driving without insurance. Oh, wonderful. So I don't get to contact their insurance <laughs> and I have to deal with a bigger pain in the ass to, uh, be reimbursed. Wonderful. So I was like, well, can I at least take a photo of their car to provide to my insurance that I have to pay for? Cause it's kind of the law. 
and get a picture of, you know, all that. And he's like, okay, I'll inform them because I guess he's just trying to keep us from keeping our distance and keep the peace. You know, by this by this point, you know, everyone in this neighborhood's out and watching and gossiping is like the most excitement they've seen on a fucking Labor Day or a Monday fucking morning, you know. So I take a picture of the damage and I take it. I was like, all right, officer, I'm going to take a picture of uh, the license plate, which I do. And he's like, oh, you don't need to take a picture of that. It'll be all included in the incident report. Thank God there was an incident report because I'm sure this person wouldn't want to give me their fucking driver's license to take a photo of because they're like that, you know. So I didn't get to take a photo of their license, but I did get their license plate and the photo of their car and my car. And they were like, all right, the couple's like, I'll let them take a photo of your car too. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. I don't know what they're going to do with a photo of my car. They don't have insurance to provide it to. <laughs> they don't even pay insurance. Like, who, what the fuck are they going to do with a photo of my car? <laughs> I guess provide it to the fucking court of small claims when I fucking send their ass there. <laughs> oh, yeah, here's the damage I caused. <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> Dumbass! <sighs> oh, God. Anyway. So, so then the, the officer is like, yeah, you can drive off now. And now, then I, I'm like, all right, thank you, officer. And I drive off. You know, my adrenaline is on full high alert at this point. And uh, I'm sure he had to deal with this other this dumbass person. And I had to write them a ticket. And I was just like, oh, fucking idiot drives with no insurance. Like a fucking, like a death wish. And with a fucking kid in the car. It's like, oh, and... <laughs> Let me just add this. I remember waiting. At one point, I'm waiting for the police to arrive. And I'm just like, fuck, God. I'm thinking to myself, I never thought I would be in a position where I had to call the fucking police. I don't really care for the police. I've been pretty outspoken about calling out police for their the corrupt injustices I've seen them commit over time. And so, you know, I have a distrust for police. I, I wouldn't call the police, but... You know, spoke too soon. I I did. So um, while I'm waiting and just contemplating my life decisions and my life in general, this fucking woman, this fucking woman is standing outside with her uh, child's door open and she's explaining to the child how I'm at fault and almost killed them because I... and. Might I add, I was lightly braking because I, I was getting, people were brake checking me, technically. It wasn't like they were braking hard or maliciously. It wasn't like I was brake checking her maliciously. They were like love tap brakes. Like, just tap it in. Just tap it in. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a room. Hey, warning. Everyone's braking in front of me, so I have to brake too. <laughs> I'm so, but she's convinced that what I did was illegal. Don't apply your brakes. Very illegal out there. So, you know, I have to watch five different versions of the movie Red Asphalt because it's very hazardous to apply brakes. Um, I'm sorry. It's just laughable how fucking ridiculous it is. And then she's just, yeah. Oh yes, honey. He tried to kill us by. 
applying his brake. That's why we're here. And I was afraid he might have a gun. That's why I drove the way I did. I, he might have had a gun. I, he might have had a mental illness and a gun. That's why I, I tried. <laughs> that's why I tried to fucking flee. <laughs> it's not because I don't have insurance. <laughs> Thank God I can laugh about this, but and thank God no one was hurt. Because honestly, I'm just glad no one was hurt. I mean, I'm glad I wasn't hurt. I'm glad. I, I'm. I mean, as much as I think this person's stupid, I I am glad her and her child wasn't hurt because her fucking. I won't even get into that. Her stupid ass could fucking. She put her fucking kid's life in danger. She put my life in danger. She put everyone's around us their lives in danger you she can put her life in danger all she wants in a safe space where she doesn't endanger anyone else's life i really don't give a fuck but to endanger all these other people's lives and the life of a fucking minor i don't who is your own fucking child that came out of your vagina lady i'm assuming god damn it you're not the nanny looks kind of like you i'm assuming and now you're just filling this kid's head with information. <laughs> no, I am not at fault, my own child. I am a stand-up mom. Oh my god. It is totally okay, son of mine, to not pay insurance. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. I, I lingered on this fucking way too long. So, that is my... That was my Labor Day. And I went home, and I was like... I, drank, I, bought, I actually bought another Yerba Mate. Thank you. Shoutouts to Amy Dresner for getting me into Yerba Mate. So props to you. Uh, shout out to my good friend Liz Ann um, because I told her the story. I was like, what the fuck is up with this? And uh, she kind of set me straight and was like, you know, you should not have done that. You should not have followed that person. Reason being, I she told me, she's like, I had a friend who did that got uh, sideswiped or hit by a drunk driver and they followed the person and the drunk driver like drove into a ditch and ran at, at this at them after they got out of their car with a knife and like stabbed the, their hand and my friend's hand has got like they got ten tendon damage and stuff all because they followed the person that hit them so my fucking my stupid like 2000 VW Passat <laughs> is not worth <sighs> You know, losing the tendons in my hand, you know, because this stupid broad could have eaten my face high on bath salts for all I know, you know. So, yes, I shouldn't have done that. And, uh, you know, what they say in 12 steps of recovery, how, what role did you play in this? <laughs> well, I definitely am a, like a, a smart ass, so I should not have been so much of a smart ass. And I guess following after a hit and run, he's, Shouldn't do that, I guess. But what's even funnier is this morning I had to go to three different fucking auto body shops to get a quote prepared um, because, you know, I had to call my insurance company. They weren't around for Labor Day. I had to file a claim with them. And I'm waiting on a call from them to see what my insurance can do. And uh, I had to get the estimate and I have to wait for California Highway Patrol to process and fill out the whole crash report or incident report these are all just really fun responsibilities the spice of life the pumpkin spice of life is a like i like to call because you know autumn is here and um yeah it's 
just so special. <laughs> but uh, thank God I'm not on heroin and you know, clean because I'm sure if I was strung out, I it, many horrible possibilities could have happened. So, I mean, I probably would have been overdosed or in jail to before I could even have been on the road to get into a little fender pender. And my, my little VW Passat is okay. Very minor damage, but I mean, I thought it was minor, but apparently the quote at the auto body shop's 24 fucking hundred dollars. So shout outs to the auto body shop. But, um, yeah, first auto body shop I went to, they were like, yeah, so uh, is this for the insurance company or what? And I was like, yeah, what's, well, uh, I guess, I guess, but not really because they're kind of just for me because um, the other person is, doesn't have insurance. And they're like, oh, well, we don't, we don't, uh, I don't do that here. And I was like, you don't, I was like, you don't do quotes? What? He's like, I don't do quotes for that. He's like, dude, if I did a quote for someone and they were doing small claims court and the other person subpoenaed me and he's like, ever since then I won't do it. So I was like, oh, I was like, well, thanks. I was like, well, fuck. He's like, yeah. He's like, next auto body shop you go to, don't tell them <laughs> you're going to small claims court. I was like, well, okay. So he tells me to go up the road to another auto body shop. So I go there, and it's a smaller auto body shop. One guy's working, and there's these two people there, and they're all standing around this car with some damage. And I'm waiting. I get out of the car, I'm waiting, and the guy's like, I'll be all right with you, sir. And uh, the only reason I'll say that the this customer was like well i'll be nice she exhibited characteristics of what you would assume is what uh, people would call a karen because she's like well i you said that you would fix this and this and it's not fixed and then it, i was just like god that that that, 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 that nagging fucking i hate that it drives me fucking insane fuck you i'm trying to help you motherfucker and i'm sure I'm sure it drives many other people insane. And he, the, I mean, granted, this guy's keeping his cool. I'm sorry, ma'am. That, that's not what I said. And it's a full conversation. Five minutes of, well, well, that's not what you said. You said this. And I was just like, God damn it. Can I just get a quote for this fucking <laughs> this damage? And so then I'm waiting and I look up while I'm waiting and she's like, I don't have the keys, sir. I let you have the keys. We gave them to you. And he's like, well, uh, and now they're having a dispute about where the keys are to this car. And he's like, well, could you please call your dad and see if he has the keys? And now this woman is doing what I was kind of doing, was being like, I don't know, pretentious and self-righteous and like gaslighting this person while she's calling her dad. Uh, dad, do you have the keys to the car? This person at the auto body shop says you have them, and we're just making sure because he says you do, and they're not here. And if they're you don't have them, then we don't have them, and he must have lost them. <laughs> I hate douchey, fucking cringy shit like that. And I'm cringe at myself for even <laughs> being like, "Well, you're gonna go to jail." <laughs> it's like so douchey of me. But when you're emotional and you're upset about things, you can do cringy things. So don't, you know, don't do that. Take note of that. So I was just like, and so now this guy's fucking looking for keys that aren't there. And he's like, I'll be right with you, sir. 
And these people, the Karen lady or whatever is like, we're, we're going to go for a walk with our dog because, and we're going to cool off and maybe you'll find your, our keys by then. (laughs) And so he's looking for the keys everywhere in his office and everything. And I'm just like, how am I going to (laughs) escape? I cannot wait here any long. I don't, I'm not even here to get auto body work. I just want the quote (laughs) so I can take someone to court, you know? But now I don't even want to do that. This in this whole incident that's unfolded in front of me. I would just want to be here. I'm very uncomfortable. This is like awkward. So I kind of tiptoe into my car and get the I back the fuck out of there. I pretend to t- I have an important phone call and I drive to the third auto body shop. Thank God. It was wonderful. They gives me a quote. 2400 bucks. I get out of there, deal with this shit. And now yeah, that's my story, you guys. Now I have to deal with my insurance, see what they can do. And uh, I guess the plan is, from what the advice I've, ha- I've gotten, is after I get the crash report and get this person's information, I should draft a reasonably nice and polite uh, letter saying, look, you're at fault. You hit my car and you tried to run. You don't have insurance. Um and I believe you're at fault, and I believe, you know, a judge would f- think you're at fault too, so I'm giving you an opportunity. Here's a copy of the quote I got from the body auto body shop. You could pay for this, like, under the table without, the, you know, the you know Johnny Law or the judicial system or Judge Judy getting involved, but, you know, we can go that route. Or if you don't want to go that route... I'll see your fucking ass in court, bitch. Because <laughs> I'm excited about this. You know, usually every other 100% of the time I'm in court because I fucked up and I broke the law. And I'm either either in shackles or wearing a barely fitting suit that I got from like adult drug court to try and, you know, argue my case. I swear drugs weren't mine, officer. I swear I could pass a drug test officer. And finally, I'm walking in there not worried about going to jail. This is a very special moment for me. And if it only costs like, you know, $10, $20 to go to small claims court for the satisfaction of dragging. If, if, if I have to pay $20 for the satisfaction of making this person have to be dragged into court, you know, possibly having to drive again with no insurance. <laughs> having to pay the fucking no insurance fine and having to see the same dissatisfied look on their face and the same lines in their face that were caused from years of regret and uh, this whole court case adding to the aging of the lines on their face that only cost 20 bucks dude take my fucking money shut up and take my money you know it's kind of like um you guys remember that episode of The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air um, when uh, Will Smith ha- just bought this fresh new whip. It was like a BMW, but he doesn't have insurance. And he's backing out of his driveway, blasting his beats. And, uh, you know, um, I think it was like his uh, his niece or something. Fucking her fucking, yeah, his oldest niece's... Uh, fucking boyfriend like gets an offender bender with them and uh, they got to go to small claims court and fucking uncle phil is the judge 
So fucking Carlton and Will walk into the court with they're suited up. They got the fucking tailored fucking, you know, suit on and they're walking in like fucking I'm going to f- defend myself. I know the law, god damn it. Looks like they prepared more than an apology. Mr. Banks, your opening statement. I don't have an opening statement. <laughs> Mr. Smith, thank you. <clears throat> Your Honor, I'm from West Philadelphia, born and raised. On the playground is where I spend most of my days. I don't have a big bag of fancy courtroom tricks or a high-priced degree from Princeton, like my worthy adversary, Judge Philip Banks. But what I do have is the truth. Oh, shut up. I may not have had insurance, but I got this fresh new whip, goddammit. That's how I feel. And I'm totally, I do have one of those suits. I had a suit, uh, custom tailor made at the men's warehouse of all places because I, at the time, was preparing for an epic court battle that I had to defend myself in, which I ended up going to jail. But I, you know, even if you know you're probably going to go to jail, it, a great, a custom tailor-made suit for the men's warehouse will always get you a reduced sentence. And, you know, that is not set in stone, but it is an unwritten, like, book of the the code. I just say, if you, ha- or if you walk in to court wearing jeans, <laughs> you're fucked. And even if you have a suit, but it's like the, the, the slacks are baggy. It's not tailor-made. It's like a hand-me-down from your uncle suit just because you need one for court. That's a bad look, too. You're, you're, you're getting maxed out. <laughs> you're going to jail, bro. But if you got a sleek suit that's like tailored to fit your body type and it looks good and your hair is like, you know, did up, did properly, it looks good. You don't have a neck beard going on, you know. Um, clean shaven or at least your facial hair is trimmed properly and you know no unibrow you plucked all that hair and you're wearing wearing some you know good deodorant you got some you washed with axe body wash even lit a little spritz of versace you know and you you googled how to tie a tie got all that shit a tie clip even bro you you're looking pretty good even if you know you're going to jail you're getting like very reduced sentence. That's my tip to you guys. I'm gonna. I had one of those made um, for you know that you know going to jail and all the court battles I had to deal with, drug court in the future and and thereof. So I'm gonna whip that bad boy out. I've gained a considerable a considerable amount of weight because I was strung out at the time that I had this tailor made. But I will maybe have to tailor make it again to fit my fat ass, but I'm going to wear the shit out of that suit and look awesome in front of the judge. And, uh, it's going to be even, it's going to be, well, it is going to be kind of pretentious. Just be like, haha, I made you go to court and I have this nice suit to wear, to parade around with because the court, the judicial process is such a circus show. And I know that I know it's a circus show. So knowing that, uh, that it's circus show. At least I'm not the one person in the circus show. That's like, I I have the, a better seat in this, in the house, you know, I'm kind of like the court jester and I can make a mockery of this person. Who's like, just like 
the lion in the cage, I guess, so to speak. Because, I don't know. Anyway, that's my fucking story. Sorry, I know I had the 5150 story I was supposed to tell you. And don't worry, I will... will Next episode, or, you know, I have an episode coming up with, with Marcus. I know you all re- hopefully re- remember Marcus. He's been on the podcast like four or five times. He's coming on. So his pr- episode will probably be next. And the f- I'll get the 5151 story out to you all. Um, but... You know, like I said before, that story does have a major life lesson and a recovery lesson in it. So I had to make sure like that was in there. And um, I just needed to get this expressed and off my chest, you know, (laughs) because it just happened yesterday. So sorry it took so long for me to rant about, but it was very therapeutic for me. So I thank you all for enduring that. enduring a story of my life yet again and i'll just remind you guys all again free t-shirts um i'm working with a few new artists that are commissioning not only logos but really cool uh art pieces so yeah give me a give me a story guys i really want to hear it so i'm just reminding you again please send me a story i'm very lonely and i the sound of your guys's voice you know makes me feel calm and soothe me helps me sleep at night <laughs> that was fuck that was creepy fuck why did i even <sighs> i'm not a creep dude i seriously have had really creepy things happen to me that's why i make that <laughs> creepy joke like one time i was uh in bed with my girlfriend and i was sleeping and it was like, the lights are off. It's like 1.30 in the morning and I'm sleeping. And for some reason, I'm like in a dream state and I just feel uncomfortable out of nowhere. Like in my dream, I feel uncomfortable. So uncomfortable, I wake up out of a dream. Like that. who does that? That doesn't ever happen, you know? So I wake up out of this dream and I'm like, dude, why, why do I feel so very uncomfortable? <laughs> There has to be a reason for this. And I look over and my girlfriend at the time is just staring at my face like three, like, like five to seven inches away from my face. She's staring hard at my fucking face and she is not blinking. She will not blink once. It was very scary. And I'm like, uh, uh, what are you, what are you doing? You know, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, well. I just like to watch you sleep at night. <laughs> I just like to watch you sleep at night. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh, okay. Well, I'm going to go back to bed now. <laughs> and I closed my eyes and pretended to sleep, but I just knew she was like five inches away from my face. <laughs> I don't know how I, I think I was so scared. I like my body just like fainted <laughs> while I was pretending to sleep yeah so i know i'm sorry i know what it's like to be very feel uncomfortable but i've ranted way too long i'm sorry you've had to listen to my life yet again but yeah send me a story i want to send you guys all free t-shirts and i do have some new t-shirt designs that i'm really excited to get to you all to get like on other t-shirts i don't know i want to get these new designs like on new t-shirts and i just want to get like a series of cool shirts out but before i do that yeah you guys have to play this contest is 
this silly contest of mine, and I want to hear stories. And then once this contest is done, and I shipped out my first te- test press runs, we'll we'll get we'll get to the next stage of <laughs> this podcast of trying to be self sufficient. Oh, and by the way, you know, just heads up, I possibly might have a sponsorship deal coming up. So very big, big applause for that. Um, I don't know what the projected outcome or logistics are as of yet. I just have been doing back and forth with emails of this company who reached out and said, hey, we like the podcast and we want to see if you want to do a sponsorship deal, see if you could talk about what we're about at on your podcast. We think it would be really cool. And so I got started looking into this company and they look super legitimate and something looks like a great sponsorship I would advertise on the podcast to my fans, you know, because I don't want to have a sponsorship that's like shady. There's so many like crazy like makeup sponsorship scandals I see like Tana Mojo or all these weird YouTubers go through that I'm like I would never want to put my fans through that like what the fuck you know integrity is like and reputation is pretty important way more important than the fucking bag you know and clout and fake makeup deals and shit I don't know I've ranted long enough you guys (laughs) I gotta go to bed you know and so with that, I love you. Sorry again. <laughs> this, uh, 5151 story coming up, though. And uh, with that, you know, take care, you guys. Hope you're all well and hope you all had a you know, lovely Labor Day. So with that, yeah, let's talk to you later, guys. Peace. I was a terrorist since the public school era. Bathroom passes, cutting classes, squeezing asses. Smoking blunts was a daily routine since 13. A chubby nigga on the scene. I used to have the gray deuce and the deuce deuce in my bubble goose. Now I got the Mac in my knapsack, lounging black. Smoking sacks up and axe and sidekicks with my sidekicks, rocking fly kicks. Honey's wanna chat, but all we wanna know is where the party at. And can I bring my gat? If not, I hope I don't get shot Better throw my vest on my chest Cause niggas is a mess It don't take nothing but front for me to start something Bugging and bucking at niggas like I was duck hunting Dumbing out just me and my crew Cause all we wanna do is Do is
sandwich just small, get along So I could put hickeys on my chest like little Sean Get a pissy chunk off a dog Perignon And it's on, and I'm gone, that's that